And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast, where no topic is too controversial or uncomfortable to handle. The safe haven for each listener. There is never a dull moment or topic. Every Saturday, we tackle a new topic, whether it's my boyfriend is leaving me, but I love him, or the oil crisis in the world. So sit back and let's see if we can figure out the roller coaster of reality together. And welcome back to this week's podcast. Ooh, I told you back to back, guys. So I'm saying welcome back, but it's like if you listen to this one and listen to the next one, it's like right there. So this week's topic is very near and dear to my heart because I am a junkie for this. It's like my addiction. This week's topic is actually called Out of the Chat. And to give it like a breakdown, my friends and I, and my friends, my friends, I mean my high school friends, we have been friends overall let's just say we've all known each other for over 11 years we met in high school we all went to the same high school we all the majority of us were in the same class and all classes as we progressed through high school most of us went to sixth form some of us didn't we still spent time together and all that stuff and in 2019 I feel like I'm off by 2019 because COVID happened in 2020. In 2019, we said we were going to plan our first group trip. Now, it's seven of us in the group. It's now eight, but it's seven of us in the group. And of course, oh my gosh, we all love each other, all that sappy stuff. But this episode isn't based on the group. It is based on us successfully that word is being used loosely getting our trip out of the chat so stay tuned and i'm excited to talk about this topic so the first aspect i'm going to talk about is actually planning um we wanted to go to mexico our first trip was to go to mexico now my group is made up of Myself, my brother, and like one, two, and just work it out, the maths, everybody else. <laughs> that, that doesn't mean I mean me, like myself, my brother, and like all other friends, right? And my brother and I are very particular about things. We love PowerPoints, we love spreadsheets, we love to do things in a certain way, we love to present our information in a certain way. That's just how we are, that's how we do things, that's how we've always done things. So we legit called meetings for these things so we had monthly meetings to every two month meetings every three month meetings we're like hi guys so we're planning our trip blah 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 so we want to go here there let's pick the country so we first said i think the first country we picked was like saint lucia right and then everybody was like well this is in the caribbean we want to go caribbean oh my god we live here blah 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 so then we went further we was like we're trying to look at somewhere that's not expensive but that we can still go and still have other time. So we ended up picking Mexico. We planned almost everything to a T, down to the flight, down to everything. And then everybody started to evaluate their financial stability. Mind you, I wasn't working yet. My brother wasn't, well, he was working. 
Um, a few of our friends were not working. Some of them are in school. Some of them were unemployed. Different things were going on at the time. So we said, let's change the country and let's pick something that is closer. Let's pick something that's in the Caribbean. I'm saying Caribbean, like from the Caribbean. Caribbean. That sounds American. Caribbean. How do you all say it up there? Oh my God. Caribbean. I'm trying to... from, from the Caribbean. And let's pick something that isn't going to cost us too much. So we winded it down to St. Lucia or Barbados. Now, with St. Lucia, I was just Grenada. I felt a few of them. Everybody called the country they would prefer. Grenada was out. One of our friends is doing med there in school in St. George's. Outer question. St. Lucia was up. Barbados was up. So we didn't have to pick our days. We tried to pick our days to accommodate everyone, as I said. One of my friends is doing med, so we had to accommodate the days around his schedule because he has lessons, he has courses, he might have to go back to university, all that stuff. So we picked all days. COVID came, so all planning stopped. We didn't start back planning for this trip until late 2021. I know, mind you, in 2022, so you understand. So we had meetings at our Friendsgiving meeting, which is, it wasn't a meeting. Friendsgiving is a thing where we do, where we all, like, come on a Zoom. We usually do it face-to-face, and we have, like, a big dinner. We go to, like, a restaurant. We all dress up really cute. Then, you know, we go out. We have fun. We get drinks. We lie. We laugh. We reflect on the year as a group. We do this separate to our daily villa line, which is two different things. We also do it every for everybody's birthday we get together. But COVID was at the highest, so we couldn't at the highest it ever was, was at the time and we couldn't do anything. So at Friendsgiving, which was virtually, which was planned by myself and Kevin and a few of our other friends, we had games and stuff on the screen or whatever. But at Friendsgiving, we decided we're gonna try to plan this trip for next year. Picked our days, did everything over again, make sure we picked the country we want to go to, Barbados. And we ran winding down to Barbados and everything was signed to progress. Every month until April, we had a meeting. Every month, Zoom meeting, Google Meets meeting, everybody was there who had Wi-Fi problems but still came in. So we're planning this. And I said, and I had an idea. I was like, because my brother and I tend to do everything. Sorry to anybody who listens to this. You all know it's not a lie. We tend to do the majority of stuff, whether it be collecting money, book their house, do everything. And I said, I was like, Kev, I don't want to do that. I am not doing this anymore. So we said, let's go through a travel agency. We found some cheap travel agencies. And whatever the amount came up to, everybody agreed that this is what we're going to do. By May, even May, by May, payments had to be made. Mind you, we've been talking about this since last year. Last year, we've been talking about this. Now, when the payments were called for, who can do this, who can do that? And then from a group of seven people, it went down to four. And then literally 48 hours before we had to pay from a group of four, it went down to two. So we had down to two people and you would say, why would I still go on that trip? Blah, blah. We're going on that trip. I don't care. We're going on that trip. So big up the travel agent. I will mention them in my other section because I'm looking for it as we speak. Travel. Right. Big up or travel agent Miss Cindy Bess from Travel underscore Paradise TT for giving us the most wonderful experience 
we could ask for for handling our accommodations and our airfare and of course if you want anything else she can also do that for you all but she is amazing so big up to smith cindy best Now we're moving on. This this is gonna be a long one. We're moving on to we did picking our destination, we did all that. We're now we've paid for the trip. So it's myself and one of my other friends in the group, and we pay for the trip and we're going to Barbados. Mind you, I just got back from Barbados. As of me recording this, I got back home today is Monday, I got back home Saturday. And I'm going to get into how beautiful and amazing Bim was. But my only little query, of course, is always to ask questions. You know, because sometimes we don't ask questions. And, you know, when things are just, like, put in different terms, we're like, well, we, well, there's nothing we could do now. So the only thing I miscalculated in the trip was that um, our luggage, we had to pay for our luggage because of the ticket that we bought, which was terrible because... Uh, we're broke <laughs> we're not broke we're broke hey well that was the only like instance of something happening and we were like uh what are we gonna do but yeah so we're in the air this is the first group trip which is just two of us but it's still considered a group trip and we get to barbados now y'all barbados is like i don't know how to explain it but there is so much to do there that we didn't do but there is so much to do there it is gorgeous now i live on an island so going to another island is like and as one day we met a random guy in town his name is nashawn and he told me something going if you're from the caribbean and you're going to another caribbean island you are not a foreigner you are a neighbor and that's that i wasn't a foreigner i was a neighbor now we landed in, in Barbados like 4 p.m. maybe, give or take some time. And we had an event that night. So we had to like find our way to that event, literally got to the hotel, relaxed like a little bit, be like, oh my God, we're really here. Went on the jacuzzi and then had to get dressed to get to our first event. The first event was called Rise. I can sit here and go into detail about how out of this world that experience was all they were missing is that little quick tobago flare like there's not a tobago event that ever happens and there isn't fireworks and that's all they missed they just missed the fireworks i don't know if they couldn't get the approval in their country i don't know if miss you know i don't know what happened but you all need fireworks so spice performed problem child performed um oh gosh what's performed father philip performed so many people performed. Oh my Lanta. It was epic. It was oh my, I had so much fun. I can't even I, I can't I can't I can't. No. That was legit night one. Within every day we were there we had something to do. We had a packed schedule. We were supposed to wake up the next morning to go to another event. We didn't even make it up because you know what I mean? We ended up going to Bridgetown, which is like their capital, which is like Bridgetown, for all the locals listening, Bridgetown to me is like a safer port of Spain, but it still has less things to do than if I was to walk through Scarborough. I could get more done in Scarborough than I felt like I could get done in Bridgetown. 
as a foreigner and that's crazy to me personally speaking but Bridgetown we went to Bridgetown we went to the market we went to the Boston with us to get back home we actually traveled like regular Bajans for the entire trip which was really cool it's like their oh my god other thing their public service is unique in its own way but I feel like if home in Tobago is much more structured so I really miss that structure and security when it comes to their public service what's the public service public transport you know next on the list to talk about is the culture food and of course the people so stay tuned for that all right everyone I am going to take this moment, a moment of silence, five seconds only, to just appreciate the Bajan accent. So just it's a moment of silence. The Bajan accent, my God, it is the most, I can't express it, it is everything. I... I fell in love the moment I landed and somebody said something to me. I was like, wow. You know, if you've ever watched Wizard of Oz, you know, like, there's, like, one of the iconic scenes where um, she's like, Toto, I, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Like, I don't think I'm in Tobago anymore. I was like, oh, my God. It it was, ah. Uh, the people, separate to their voices, the people are such, ah, it was really hospitable. I only had my bad experience beside the ones that were like separate. When I say bad, not like, like in terms of interacting with people, not bad as in bad, we'll get to that. But my bad, my worst experience wasn't in Barbados per se. It was in duty free. It was dealing with a Bayesian worker in duty free. Besides that, I got we got we didn't get lost. Let me rephrase this. We didn't get lost. We just needed to confirm that we were going the right way. I saw this lady because I wasn't asking no man no question. I'm very sorry. I don't know these men. I do not know what they will do. I could at least trust a woman trust a woman more than I'll trust a man in a foreign country. Fight me on that. I saw this lady and she was like, I was like, hi, excuse me. I just want to just make sure we're going the right way. Is this the correct direction towards the bus, the ZRO terminal thing? And she was like, yes, girl, let's walk. I was like, I can't do a vision accident. I'm not from Barbados. She's like, just walk down there, right over there. You could see it. And I was like, thank you so much. And she was like, she said something. She was like talking to us about like she day. Literally, she was like, girl, I just get out of my vacation. I didn't want to go back to work. I said, I feel it for you. We laughing and talking as, you know, we were just walking towards the bus terminal thing. And it was so nice. Mind you, when we got to Rise, right, this is, this is big up Samantha and big up Waveney. Y'all know my name is Waveney. I'm going to tell you all this real quick. So when we got to the event rise, right, there was a lady, a woman that ended up standing up next to us. And she ended up talking to my friend who was there with us and who I flew out with. And she was saying her boyfriend had just broke up and she was just like, F it, I'm just come to this party, blah, blah, blah. And this girl literally found ourselves or helped us get a ride home that night because we didn't know how the hell we was getting home and that event ended at 3 a.m but she helped us get a ride and she picked us up 
on our last night in Barbados, carried us to town. Mind you, she lives in St. Thomas. We were in Christchurch. That's like at least like a 30, 40 minute drive. So she drove from her house to get us, right? We introduced us to her sister, Waveney. Her sister's name is Waveney, guys. Her name is Waveney. Her birthday is November the 13th. It's crazy. It was the most wow experience I've had in a long time. We have also the same spelling of our name. It's W. I'm not telling y'all. People who know, no. Spell it wrong for the rest of your lives. But yeah. The people, like, big up Samantha because she legit carried us back to Oysins, carried us to Juve, kept, dropped us back home. She did so much and she didn't know us before that. We could have been con men, con women inclusivity we could have been con women we could have been robbers we could have been criminals she was so nice the food oh my god let me get into it now so i only had one i guess i'm like i had two bajan food experiences that were like I guess much more integral within the Bayesian society. So I stayed in Christchurch, which is where Oysters is. So we were like about 50 minutes away from Oysters. So your girl went to get fish. Now I am I grew up as a pescatarian, so fish to me isn't a luxury. It is something so attainable. I can eat fish in my sleep. I know how seven different fishes taste right now by just saying the word fish get to oysters and i was like looking at the menu now i have a little problem here which if Bajans listen to this voice and this podcast i'm very sorry i still hold a little grudge towards barbados for the, their national dish being flying fish when the fish for those flying fish in all waters which automatically depletes all supply of flying fish for the island i have not consistently had flying fish in years because of such but that's not the point that's not the point of this podcast just want to throw that out there. So we get to Oysters and we went to Pat's Place. We were going to pick between Uncle George and Pat's Place. Pat's Place was really, really nice. My friend kind of got assaulted. But besides that, it was really, really nice. I'm going to get into that. But that's, that's not my business to talk about. That's hers. She doesn't have a podcast. So if she feels like talking about it, that's on her. But got to Pat's Place. They had flying fish. They had marlin. They had dolphin, which is mahi-mahi. They had um, salmon. They had different types of fish. And I was like, give me some mahi-mahi, please, because I love me some mahi-mahi. The fish tasted amazing. It came with rice and peas, macaroni pie, fresh salad. Was there something else in that box? No, that was it. That was it. That had to be it. And oh my gosh, it was some of the most wonderful service I've ever had in my life. It runs very smoothly. The fish tasted amazing. And then on top of that, when we went to Bridgetown, we got Sheffet. Now, everybody who's ever heard of the word Sheffet, who doesn't know, or who hasn't heard of it, I should say, Sheffet is like, oh God. I don't know how to describe it from an international perspective. Shafat is like KFC, which is a disrespectful statement to make in the first place. But they offer a larger variety of options and their quality is a lot better than KFC to me. Shafat has roti, they have pizza, they have milkshake, they have ice cream, they have regular chicken, they have fried chicken, they have rotisserie chicken, they have barbecue chicken, they have veggie and vegan options. They have everything. Shafat has everything. 
I didn't try the rooty because I've returned on the bill and I'm not doing myself such injustice, even though I wish I did. But I wasn't paying like nine dollars, Bajan dollars for it. I'm sorry. Working out the mats, that's over the amount I will pay for a rooty, and I'm not gonna pay more in a foreign country. I don't care if I'm on holidays. But the chefette tasted amazing. It genuinely was well cooked. Everything about it was great. I had tweet two times. Two times. And I loved it. I if you're going to Barbados, get Sheffette. It doesn't even matter which Sheffette. Most of them actually were very consistent. I had one in Bridgetown and I had one at the airport. Very consistent in that, you know, department. So big up Sheffette. I love Sheffette. It is amazing. Barbados. I will be going back. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I know some people have like a rule you do go back to the same country twice or whatever. I don't care. I'm going back to Dubai. I'm going back to Barbados. I don't care. I think that Barbados is beautiful. Not only its nature, but its people, its food, its culture, its everything. It is, it is an experience like no other. Barbados is literally like 45 to an hour minute flight away. Our minute, our 45 minutes are our flight away from Trip Tobago right now. And you know what I mean? Just that in itself shows how different cultures can be, even though they are that close between each other. But for me, it's like, I will go back. I love Barbados. I have friends there. I got to see some of my friends, which was great. People I haven't seen since the beginning of COVID, which is such a good feeling. I think that anybody, sh- everybody should go to Barbados. Of course, it's more expensive in certain aspects. So you need to know how you're going to spend your money and what you're going to do and that kind of stuff. But you don't have to do the touristy things. You don't have to go to the caves. Oh, God, everybody, you can find limestone somewhere else. You don't have to run and check that submarine, that beautiful shipwreck that I didn't get to do. You don't have to go to all the events. You don't have to go drink cup over. You don't have to do an island tour. You do you. And that's the whole point of this entire podcast. Of course, it is to talk about how a simple idea got out of a group chat and got to reality. But this is also to talk about what you want to do on a vacation and what you consider to be a vacation. Always remember to do you. And to have fun and to make the best of it because that's what Barbados is about. So I'm not gonna go in depth to the dick the dongs for me and my experiences, but this is gonna be the last segment of this. I'm gonna try to record everything in this one like recording part. So the dongs. So we went to St. Lawrence Gap, right? Because we wanted to just get something to eat before we went back. After four days, now we left four days, like minutes to three, Sheffield was closed, so we ended up going to St. Lawrence Club, and I heard somebody like, I got out of the car because I wanted to, I was going to order this stuff, and down the street from us, like somebody like just started like cuss the place down, and I was like, hmm, now I'm trying not to be able, anytime people start getting loud, you leave the premises because they don't want to be wrong. When there's not a voice that getting loud. And the people on them were like walking towards us. And I was like, hmm, 
I should get back to the car. Y'all don't understand this. I have never walked so quickly into a person's car in my entire life. I was like, I walked back into that car. I was like, listen to me very carefully. I don't like conflict. I, I, this, this ain't for me. We could go. I could starve. I was like, my appetite is gone. Like, let's get out of here. I have bread and cheese home or something. I was like, I can't. No, 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 no. That was my only bad experience. Again, my friend had an experience as well, but that was my own personal experience. I'm not mentioning my friends. It's not my business to mention it. She's not here to talk for it herself. So, you know what I mean? My next part of this entire recording is why I personally rather travel alone, which kind of contradicts the whole first section of this entire, like, you know what I mean, podcast. I, um, how can I say this? I hate traveling with people. I, when I was younger, it was fun because you felt safe and it was a group I guess that's the only part of it that I think may still hold some type of leverage is that level of security you feel in a group. I don't care. I hate flying with other people. I I, I, I can't do it. And I don't want to go in debt because I feel like if it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm like, I don't really care. But long story short, I feel like if when you travel, each person has a different objective in traveling. I don't travel to release that information to the public in like a way in which it glorifies the traveling experience. I travel to have fun. I travel to relax. I travel for the culture. I travel to learn. I travel to experience just the country in its entirety or to my greatest ability of such i feel like when you travel with people that have different objectives in getting on that damn plane it takes away a little bit of joy from your experience so for me like if you if you if you follow me on instagram wavenly.jw Blah, blah. if you follow me on instagram and you see my travel like reels and all that stuff you realize that it's not what other people would do in those countries i don't do that i do what i want to do and then i show you all it i don't tape everything because then it takes away from the memory of the moment you know what i mean like i love the fact that there are moments in my dubai trip that never made it to a video that nobody knows about because I had those experiences and only me and whoever was there at the time would be able to talk about those experiences not somebody who saw it in a damn video online and that's just how I feel I don't like the idea of making a trip about content because it takes away from the trip because you didn't fly all this way here to take two damn video to post mm, traveling and then go back home you travel here because you wanted to travel here because you want to experience the country and i feel like if that was at some point in my trip taken away from me because of how much the other individual stressed the need to always get content to have content to say this to take that that was taken away and i don't like that I don't like that. It's just not, 
it's just not me. I don't, I don't travel for those things. Another thing, I have a motto, which is of course I have several mottos when it comes to leaving Tobago and leaving the country. I don't buy anything I can get at home. Number one, but number two is I don't care how much it costs. If I need it, and it makes me feel more comfortable, I'm going to spend it. I don't care if I don't have money. Next, I'm like, I do care if I don't have money. Next but I guess you all can understand what I'm saying. It's like, if this is going to make me more comfortable, even if it's just for right now, I'm going to do it because I want to feel comfortable. I don't, it doesn't affect me whatever like of course there are certain limits and limitations in terms of how much and what where that that number that price tag well you know that's no I can't pass that of course but at the end of the day I don't those things don't matter I'm just here for the experience and I also feel like if that was taken away from me I feel like if because of the person I am when I'm traveling I had to compromise that to adjust to suit the other individual and that's why I solo travel because I don't have to adjust how I travel to suit anybody but me so I don't have to 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 wear this which was nothing or I don't have to be told you shouldn't spend your money on that because whatever justifiable reason they could call for not spending for how I spend my money. I don't have to I don't have to go through any of those things. I don't have to 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 not rent an Airbnb to feel more comfortable or I don't do any of those things because it's just me. Because I am by myself. I would have gone to the Hyatt over going somewhere else. I would go to Radisson. I would would spend my money on that taxi. I would buy that food. Because I'm on vacation. And that's the whole point. If I wanted to be frugal or if I wanted to like be more meticulous in terms of the way in which I do certain things, I would have stayed home. Cause that doesn't come with relaxing. It does it goes hands in hand hands in hand. It goes hand in hand, you know what I mean? So that's why for me I am gonna I love solo traveling. I want to solo travel more than I want to travel in groups. That's not for me. That's just not it. I'm very, very sorry. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Overall, and I'm going to wrap up in the next part. I'm going to go in, just going to like summarize Barbados on a whole because I feel like I need to do that to give it justice. that brings us to the end of this week's waves episode as i will always say with each week i come here and i talk and talk and talk but i want for each of us to learn from each other to grow from each other so if you have a message that you want to send in you can send that in my information is always in the description but stay tuned for more episodes to come more topics more controversial topics and even some sentimental stuff along the way so enjoy the rest of your day your night your evening and continue to be a light in your own life